The NFL is back as teams begin reporting to camp this week, and with it comes name change pending. Today we'll talk an MVP switcheroo in New England, who's right in the Dak Prescott contracts conversation. A name change draws a lot of attention in Washington, and way too early 2020 predictions from Tommy Jerome. But first, yesterday we saw a contract signed, the first $100 million guarantee to a defensive player in the NFL, but it might not be who you expect. All that and more on Name Change Pending. Lions show blitz, they back off. Prescott a lot of time. He's going deep here for Michael Gallup, but Justin, and Michael Gallup comes down with the football. Direct snap, Henry, jump pass. Oh, trickery, Corey Davis, touchdown. Chiefs need some Mahomes magic. Launches down the middle, Hill, open, caught, and they get it, Kansas City, the big play. Three, Jackson takes it himself, look at him, turn back and forth, oh, he broke his ankles, now he's got an entourage, and he's got a touchdown. He is Houdini. Football is back, name change pending is back, but most of all, Tommy Jerome joining the podcast this morning. Tommy, how you doing? I'm doing good, Brian. How are you doing today? You know, first-time living... caller. So. <laughs> first-time caller, long-time listener. Always. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. This is your host, Brian Priest. As I mentioned, this is Name Change Pending. And with training camps beginning this week, we're, we're going to talk some NFL football. Tommy, you're a Chargers fan, so I wanted to start... I actually just told you about this. You hadn't seen it yesterday. Joey Bosa, your defensive end, signed a five-year extension, so he's under contract for six years now. That deal is $135 million with $102 million guaranteed. He's the first defensive player to be guaranteed over $100 million. And a, a tidy $78 million signing bonus. And to me, really anything over $70 million is just gravy. So what do you think about that as a Chargers fan? I think if anyone would, would hold out because they want Dak Prescott money, it would be Joey Bosa on the Chargers. I'm glad that Chargers organization got ahead of that and said, hey, look, we'll give you millions and millions of dollars now so we don't have this Dak pissing contest later, is how I feel. Because um, he did that his rookie year. He held out a little bit on his rookie contract and mm-hmm. to get more money. And since his rookie year, he's had some injury issues. But even with those injury issues, he's performed. He's put out numbers that that really helped the Chargers' defense. So I think the Chargers just wanted to get ahead of that because they could see that coming in the near future. So I'm glad they did it. Um, I mean, it's hard to say he's the better of the Bosa brothers right now. But because I'm a Chargers fan, I'm going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> Nick Bosa is still the younger brother. So... Kind of messed me up getting a jersey number change, but it's okay. I'll just spend another $100 and get his new jersey number. Bosa's been good. He's been productive every time he's on the field. My biggest concern for the Chargers in this contract extension, do they even have enough fans left to be able to pay this deal? I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. They got to pay. They still got to pay us, us fans to show up and support. And, you know, I'm out here recruiting. I'm out here scouting for the Chargers, see who needs to be, who needs a football team. And if someone says, oh, I don't really have a football team, I was like, Chargers, good team. Let me tell you about them. Nope. Nope. You're just wrong. And that's okay. They may have the best colors in the NFL, and their uniforms are hey. spectacular. 
But they're not worth watching, especially in L.A. Sorry, Tommy. Can't, can't, can't teach that, though, the uniform. Can't teach that. They look good in that uniform. All right, let's, let's move on. Cam Newton. He was a, a talk of the offseason after he got released by the Carolina Panthers. Finally ended up signing a one-year contract at the veterans minimum with the New England Patriots. So $1.05 million with 550000 guaranteed. And when you, we, we talk about Cam Newton, there's, there's a lot to unpack here. On paper, you look at what the Patriots did, and they just swapped one MVP quarterback for another. But it's not that simple. So Cam, 2015, he was the MVP. He was great. The Broncos did absolutely destroy him in the Super Bowl, which is something <laughs> I, I can't help but bring up. But, I mean, he, he was a great quarterback. He came into the league with a, an incredible tool set. He had a terrific arm, unprecedented size, size and speed for a quarterback. But, you know, you were kind of wondering this, Tommy. Has his physical style of play really started to take its toll? He's had a shoulder surgery in 2018. Then he injured his left foot in 2019 and missed most of that season. Is he washed, or can you excuse those two years because of some fluke injuries and he's going to be good for the Pats? What do you think? As long as he stops running the ball like he was, I mean, it wasn't like anything flashy like, you see with Jackson and stuff, it was almost a Tim Tebow-like run where he was just running at you, and because he was so big and physical, like he would just run you over. But don't insult the man and compare him to Tim Tebow. That's just rude. Well, I'm just saying his running style is a quarterback. Oh, you're right. He does like to lower the shoulder when he runs, and, and, I mean, it's the NFL. Guys hit back, so it is a concern. Yeah, and I think... He's had some time off, clearly. Hopefully he's gotten in shape. He was a little bitter towards, you know, the Panthers going towards it, getting to his release. And then there has been some Instagram footage of him, you know, working out. Um, still a mountain of a man. I'll, uh, I'll add that. Uh, I think if he's going out to prove something this year with the Patriots, I don't see, you know, a better team with better coaching to do it. I think Bill Belichick had a great quarterback and is getting a, a good quarterback, and I think he could possibly make him great, or maybe an okay quarterback, and get him back to maybe that 2015 quarterback that we saw, that killer Cam. Right now he's just aggravated assault Cam. <laughs> aggravated assault Cam? Yeah, because killer Cam, you know, he's killing. Aggravated assault, he's like, yeah, kind of hurt me. No, I I agree. I think that coaching is going to be something that is a big difference for Cam this year. If he can stay healthy, if he can come in and prove that he still has some of those physical skills he came into the league with, I, I think you're going to see Bill Belichick and offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels really come out and, and it'll be like JoJo the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. And they're going to be able to do a lot of things. They'll have more options than they did with Tom Brady. But I also think that Belichick and Josh McDaniels are smart enough, and they're going to be able to call plays in a way that can help protect Cam Newton and protect Cam Newton from himself because that's that style of play is instinctual for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was doing it at Auburn, probably doing it in the little community college that he played at first, you know. I don't know if he, hopefully he can break that habit and Belichick can get him out of that habit. And like I said, he can become Cam Newton of 2015 or, you know, somewhere in that realm. You know, maybe nine years in the league could do that to a guy. And then he's just washed up, especially with someone who takes as many hits as he has. Mm-hmm. You know, because usually quarterbacks, like you look at quarterbacks like Drew Brees, 
you know, even Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, playing into their 40s. Like, these guys are starting to, they're getting into their 40s, high 30s. And they're, you know, they're throwing the ball. But throughout their career, they've, I mean, especially Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, they never ran the ball as much as, like, Cam Newton does or, you know, Michael Vick did and, well, and stuff like that. Not only did they not run the ball in that way, they also were really good, had great pocket awareness, and they didn't take hits in the pocket either. Tom Brady missed that one season with a torn ACL. Bernard Pollard strikes again. And then Peyton Manning, who had the uh, neck issues for a few seasons. but And so, yeah, you you make a really good point there. Yeah, and, and so I'd like to see, and it's hard for me to think that Cam Newton doesn't have good pocket awareness when he can see over damn near everybody, you know, at like 6'8". So we'll see. I'll see. I'll, I'd like to see what that Cam Newton project's like. Hey, what I be... thought was funny was that, you know, reporters in ESPN were saying, is there a quarterback contest between Cam and whoever the other backup quarterback was? Like, that's how relevant he is. That's Jarrett Stidham. Come on, man. Yeah. See, and, and Put like, some respect on his name. He plays for the Patriots. I guess I have to. But what competition would Stittman have against Cam? I don't know. That's just my thing. I thought that was funny. I was like, of course they're going to start Cam. (laughs) Well, if it's MVP Cam or close to it, yes. But if it's the Cam of the last two years when he's played hurt, maybe not. Time will tell. That's definitely going to be a fun training camp I don't know if you want to call it a battle, but it'll be something fun to watch in training camp with the Patriots. And I think a lot of NFL fans that are tired of this New England Patriots dynasty would like to see Cam fail over there and and watch Bill Belichick get taken down a peg or two. Let's move to another quarterback, somebody who's had his contract in the news the last two off-seasons, Dak Prescott with the Dallas Cowboys. So he's going to be playing on the franchise tag for the 2020 season and making... A real healthy $31.4 million. I don't think you can be upset about that if you're Dak Prescott, except for the fact that he is only playing on that tag. He doesn't have any long-term security. So he's betting on himself the second year in a row. Put up good numbers last season, almost 5,000 yards passing, 30 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, and a 65% completion rate. But the caveat there is the Cowboys only went 8-8. Eight and eight. A lot of fans would have you blame that on head coach Jason Garrett, and I think there's some legitimacy to that. But my question to you, Tommy, is Dak Prescott worth the 40-plus million a season that he's looking for? Is he in that tier with Pat Mahomes, or is he somewhere beneath it? Who? With Pat Mahomes. Just signed the uh, 10-year contract at over $40 a season. Oh, no, not at all. It's hard to compare any quarterback right now to Pat Mahomes. Like I feel like Mahomes is on... You know, Mahomey is on so many is on a different level than any of the other quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I think the only, I think the closest one is Jackson, but even then, like you could tell in the AFC Championship game or the AFC, I don't know if it was the AFC Championship or uh, which whatever game, but the leadership level between the two, Mahomes was just. I think he's just beyond everyone else in the NFL at quarterback. What does Dak Prescott deserve? I don't like to use the when it comes to contracts, championships, and stuff. I don't like to use the word deserve. What has he earned, in a sense? What what has Dak Prescott's play earned him as far as money wise? Is it as much as a Mahomes? No. Is it as much as he wants? Probably not. The man 
you can't get paid for being mediocre. Eight and eight is mediocre. And if you look at his seasons, has he had a more than mediocre season? Have they made it deep into the playoffs? Have they made a playoff run as the Cowboys? Nope. So it, it's hard to say he deserves or has even earned quality quarterback money in a sense. I mean, is it unfair that you have a quarterback like Jared Goff getting paid money? No, but also the Rams I could be idiots. It's tough to say you got these organizations playing these mediocre, paying these mediocre quarterbacks, and then you have a mediocre quarterback seeing that, and possibly an organization that sees a mediocre quarterback and saying, mm, no, we're good, like and not wanting to pay the man. I think the the thought is, yeah, Dak Prescott puts up some really good numbers, but when you look at the talent around him, he's played behind one of the best offensive lines for every season of his career. He he does put up good numbers, but he's also got a terrific running back in Ezekiel Elliott behind him. We mentioned Jason Garrett, the former Cowboys head coach. He's being replaced by Mike McCarthy, longtime Packers coach this season. So I think we'll see a little bit of difference and really be able to decide this year whether or not the 8-8 eight and eight record last season was due to Dak Prescott or was it more, more of the head coach and Jason Garrett, the clapper, just not being able to put together good game plans. And, and when the chips are down at the end of the game, Jason Garrett struggled, let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. With, He's the chargers of coaches. With, with Dak, fair enough. But with Dak, the question is, are, they, are the numbers hollow? I personally, when I look at a franchise-level quarterback, somebody that wants to make $38, $40, $42, 45000000 million a season, that guy, in spite of his coaching, better be able to get you to 10 wins. He better be able to drag you to a wild-card spot every season or close to it. And so that's my question with Dak Prescott. He's surrounded by a lot of talent. I wonder if he's the type of quarterback that raises all boats with that team, or is is he just a guy who's another good quarterback but not great? Yeah. Well, I think this is a season where he needs to show up or shut up. Um, you know, they're paying him $31.4 million. Yep. And if he wants more, he needs to perform, and he hopes McCarthy can get him there and, and can get him more money. But we'll see this year. This is his year to show out and um, and to prove that he deserves Jared Goff money. And I say that because Jared Goff is getting paid an amount that should not be allowed for a quarterback <laughs> of his caliber. Yeah. I compare this Dak Prescott contract situation to what Kirk Cousins dealt with in Washington for several seasons. And Kirk had to prove himself over and over and over again. Never ended up getting that long-term deal, but he did enough to get a two-year deal from the Vikings with, I think it was 70 or 80-plus million guaranteed over a couple seasons. And so I think that's probably the, the most fair comparison to Dak Prescott, and it'll be another interesting thing to watch play out. But... We mentioned the Washington football team because, <laughs> well, let's. 2020's back at it, Tommy. A lot of things are changing. It looks like Washington has decided to finally make a name change. Dan Snyder, after holding out for several years and refusing to change the name, they're going to go with the Washington football team this season. And I got to mention before we go too far here, Tommy. If you go back to Name Change Pending's podcasts revolving around the NFL last year, 
I was ahead of the curve. I was calling them the Washington professional football team last August, and you guys laughed at me. I don't think that's so fair anymore. It's clear. We're the fools now. We're clearly the fools now. And, I mean, who knew 2020, you know, a year ago, a year ago, 2020 was going to be the year that the world almost, you know, blew up. So There's still time for that to happen. Yeah, and with everything going on, I am not surprised that this is the year that, you know, the red, the Washington football team. <laughs> you almost did it. Almost. You almost got me. <laughs> had to change had to change their name. Um you heard about the controversy, he stuck you know, he stuck to his guns, Snyder stuck to his guns, like, no, I'm not changing it. And then what I think they didn't do previous years is they didn't start attacking the sponsors of the arena and all the people who are giving these guys money. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, hmm, let's get on the the Twitter and let's get on the Reddit and let's just start talking to these people who obviously in this light of, you know, social justice and political correctness don't want anything to do with anything that's controversial anymore. They want to just collect their checks, make their money, not offend anyone, which, hey, I'm all for that. They want sunshine, rainbows, and happiness. Exactly. And so, boom, forced Snyder's hand, and, you know, I'm surprised he didn't, it didn't kill him, him wanting to hold on to the name for so long. Well, Tommy, I took the time this morning. The, the Washington football team is, is famous for a fight song. I wanted to leave the fans with a little bit of familiarity, so I'm going to play a clip of that song here, and I want you to let me know what you think. So hold on. Here goes the clip. Washington football team. Washington football. (laughs) That's not bad, right? No, not bad at all. I think they should stick with it personally. You were wondering if they're if they're going to look to change to something less generic. One of the issues that this Washington football team has run into is most of the nicknames that have been proposed and make sense have already been copyrighted. So to be able to get one of them, they're going to have to pay a lot of money to a smart gentleman on the East Coast that copyrighted those names about three years ago. So... Do you think they're ever going to change it? Uh, I think so. I think Dan, if Dan is a smart businessman, he's going to make those sponsors pay for the copywriting. And saying, like, if you want to be less controversial, controversial and not just be known as the football team, then I'm going to need some help getting these copyrights to this name. And then I'd make them pay for it. Okay, but... Wouldn't it be such a flex as a fan base to, you know, they go out, they win a Super Bowl one day, and the fans can say, yeah, you know, some teams, they they need mascots to sound tough and intimidating, but we know who we are. We're the Washington football team. Like, that just, that's got a ring to it. There's something there. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I, I don't think so. I feel for the Washington football team. The taste in my mouth every time I have to say it. They're gonna pay somebody. They're gonna pay that guy's copyright, or they're gonna make up some fluke of a name, and it's just gonna look horrible, to, and because they don't want to spend a little extra change. But yeah, that's my take on it. All right. Well, I think that's all we had today, Tommy. Thanks for for joining the pod. It's good to have name change pending back, and it's good to have you back on the podcast. It's been far too long. Yeah, it's been far too long.
And I'd like to just say out there, you know, go Chargers. Joey, I'm glad you're staying. Cowboy fans, you know how I feel about you. You're the worst. Washington football team, keep your head up. Alex Smith is coming back. Hopefully he doesn't destroy the other leg. Wow. You know, everyone have a good day out there. And uh, we'll see you another time. All right. This has been Brian Priest, and you're listening to Name Change Pending. Have a good day.